Welcome back to the Last Row Podcast. My name is Drew, and as always, I am joined by my friend and co-host, Mr. Badway. Hello, Drew. <laughs> What's up, Badway? Not much. Do well. Do well. As always, this is the Last Row Podcast, the movie podcast. This is our on-demand weekly, bi-weekly on-demand episode. Tri-weekly, Tri-weekly quad-weekly episode <laughs> on-demand. If you're looking for us on the web, thelastrowpodcast.com. Twitter, The Last Row Pod, Facebook.com slash The Last Row Pod. Hey, we got a lot new Facebook likes this week. All right. I want to say thank you to everybody that's liked our page. We're going to put a lot more stuff out on Facebook coming up. So stay tuned. Stay active. Google Plus and head on out to iTunes. Got, got another review this week, too. We, we got a Google Plus action today, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we got some Google yeah. Plus action. I was very, very surprised, but, you know, I've been posting some of our stuff in some of the great communities on Google Plus. Started getting some action on there. Thank you to everybody that's left us comments. We're going to be posting this stuff going forward, so thank you again, and um, stay tuned for more. Oh, and one other thing. Guess what? Google subscribers. Oh. And Android aficionados like myself and you. Google Play. Google Play Music now has podcasts. We submitted our show, and we are out there. We don't come up unless you search for us. So if you have Google Play Music... Hit that subscribe button. Search for us, The Last Row Podcast. We'll come up. Hit that subscribe button. We're trying to get to that TV and film page. So if we get enough subscriptions, I think we will. And lastly, just want to thank everybody that's interacted with us over the week. We've got a lot of new listeners. Thank you, everybody. We're really looking forward to interacting with you guys, hearing what you guys think about the show, your movie tips, you know, what, what you want us to watch and everything coming forward. So on demand uh, episode we got going on this week. Um couple topics we're going over the men in black 21 jump street um as yet to be made crossover mib 23 mib 23 so we're gonna be talking about crossover films what might be good what, what might not be good um we're gonna take a look at the little bit of jumanji news a little bit of jumanji remake news up in this piece um there were a little bit of a jeff goldblum as a superhero have if, we gone too far? If that's what we call him. Well, I'm getting superhero fatigue big time, but have we gone too far with Jeff so Goldblum being you, a superhero? If you've got Jeff Goldblum, now we don't know who he's going to play. We'll talk about it in a minute. Well, we'll talk about it. it. It could be, it could be, this could be the moment of fatigue. We're going to pass out here on the Last Row podcast. And then we, we have a lot of, uh, a lot of pro wrestling in movies talk to, to go over as well. So yes. we'll be into that. I am very excited about that. So let's get right into it. Uh, Made of Black 23. Uh, so this is a go. Green lit. They got a director. I'm not sure if Will Smith is involved yet or not. What do you think about is, this crossover? Uh, like, I'm going to ask you the most important, it, it, most most important question: Is yeah. Jaden Smith involved? Well, if Will isn't, Jaden certainly is because you have to keep it in the family, right? Is Jaden going to pretend he's Will Smith, <laughs> like he's just going to become his character, Jay? <laughs> and if Tommy Lee Jones isn't in it, is Jones the Dolphin from Johnny Demonic going to be in it? <laughs> <laughs> If you haven't seen Johnny Mnemonic, we will do that episode. If anybody wants us to do that one, I will gladly do you that. You gotta one. keep it in the family. No, I listen. I don't know what to think about this movie, and I'll tell you this: I saw the news. It was part of the Sony leaks. So when people leaked the emails, the famous email hack. Wait, the fappening? The, not the fappening. Not the, okay, that was the other, fam- <laughs> the other famous leak. I think coincidentally they happened at the same time. <laughs> the same time. Uh, not the fappening, but, um, yeah, the Sony email leaks, the, the news leak that they were trying to create this crossover. One of the executives were talking about this. turns out they literally just greenlit this movie and they're calling it MIB 23. They've got a logo out there now. I kind of likened this to a local restaurant yeah. in the Lehigh Valley. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So 
a restaurant that some people went to. It's called Med Mex, not Mad Mex, Med Mex. Med Mex. It's like a, a crossover of Mediterranean food and Mexican food, which to me like makes no sense. It doesn't really fit. It's right? kind of like having German food and Chinese food. Not to mention it sounds like a uh, like a pharmaceutical building or whatever. Med Mex. <laughs> medical. Medical Mex. The pharmaceuticals. <laughs> medical mixtures. Now, what do you think? Are you excited for this? Excited is the wrong word. Curious? Because... I thought Men in Black was dead. Like, I didn't see three, and I guess it was probably okay. Two was all right. I never saw it. Yeah, well, but uh, 21 Jump Street and 22, they kind of, like, break the fourth wall anyway. It's kind of like a very wink-at-the-screen type thing. So I feel like a fantastical movie such as Men in Black versus um, something like 22 Jump Street or 23 Jump Street or whatever you want to call it, the Jump Street franchise, where all bets are off, I think it could work, especially with Jonah Hill and Shady Tatum, who have awesome chemistry. I feel like they can make it work with anybody. I, I like 21 and I like 22 Jump Street. I didn't really know what to expect. At the end of 22 Jump Street, they had that credits montage. Oh, where they so good. Kind of made this joke in a way, yeah. right? I mean, you kind of had the foreshadowing of them going to do this. Like you, you said it before we started recording, you know, why not take him to space? That's the next, the next right. logical yeah. move. Yeah. I mean, it took, it took Jason 10 tries to get Jason before he's into space. So at least they got the third try. They got the 20, the jump street guys into space. But see here, like you said, I'm more excited about the jump street part of this than the men in black part of it. And that's where maybe they're trying to say, okay, we've got this popular franchise now. Let's bring back men in black and try to revive that. And maybe it won't be Will Smith and, uh, they, they, might not, they might not need Will Smith, or maybe it'll be a cameo situation, or maybe, like, what if they have him die early? But that might be too traumatic for yeah. Men in Black lovers. Is is this a way to turn the Jump Street franchise into Men in Black and just have Channing Tatum and, and Could um, be. Jonah Hill just as Men in Black Passing people Passing of the torch, if like, you will. Then the next one will just be Men in Black. No, I think that it'll either go on from Men in Black to something even more ridiculous, yeah. or nothing. It stops. I, I could see it. Or like another crossover altogether. So so we had Alien versus Predator, which was Luke a tepid, lukewarm success to say the least. Adrian Brody. That was the good one, actually. I never saw that one. That one wasn't so bad. Was there that Predators? Was Aliens versus Predators with a Z or something? <laughs> like, no, I don't like know. Spider Man's? <laughs> yeah. No. Um Enough there was, the Spider So there was a remake of the remake or whatever, right? So so the original Alien versus Predator, I think there was A versus P two. So this AVP, is, right? AVP and AVP two. And they, they were, were both, in the pyramid. Yeah, there it was kind of bad because the the camera was so shaky and so jumpy and the screen was so dark, you had no clue what was going on on that at the screen. And it wasn't suspenseful at all in that sense. It was like, I just can't see anything. Yeah. I can't see what's going on. But the one with Brody actually was pretty good. I can't tell you what happens in it because I forget because it wasn't it wasn't a memorable movie, but it was more enjoyable than the other AVPs or A slash peas APs. I, AP, I saw yeah. the first one in the theater with you i remember that yeah. the second one the the remake of the remake i have not seen so yeah. that's one that i i'm curious about the brody one but i did hear that it had good reception so, it was recepted so, well received well recepted. Of, <laughs> uh, crowd pleasers freddy vs jason was a total crowd pleaser great movie great match mashup it's like they were they were teasing that for like a decade before it actually happened i remember uh, one of the i think it was freddy's dead final nightmare yeah well i think was it Jason's like mask there and he like grabbed it and pulled it to hell or something like yes. that? Or it was Jason goes to hell. It was yeah. Jason goes to hell. Yeah. So I think they were like teasing it and they're like 10 years later it happened. And like, there was a theater we see in the theater, like half the side was the Freddy side. The other half was the Jason side. And it was a good time. People got really excited yeah, about yeah. that. Oh, and yeah. I remember seeing it in the theater it was, it was pretty awesome. It was a fun movie. It was a very fun movie. And then we had a, uh, 
you know, obvious monster movies, King Kong versus Godzilla and all that crap. Meh. So Meh. <laughs> why don't why don't we make a crossover? Let's make a crossover that we would love to see. Like, what, do you have anything in mind? What would you like? So I spent a little bit of time thinking about this. Yeah, just a little. And the most obvious one that I would like to see. Yeah. I don't know how you would feel about this. I know a lot of our friends would like to see this too. Yeah. Good friend, listener of the podcast, our friend Ty, always talked about this with us. Get to it. What do you Let's got? get Memphis Reigns yeah. in Fast and Furious. <laughs> so Gone in 60 Seconds versus Fast and Furious. Versus or Slash. Or slash because they got to be together. They're together. They're going to team they gotta up. They got to be together. They've got a job that yeah. they just they just can't complete without him. So now Paul Walker's gone. Paul Walker's gone. So you got Dom Toretto. He needs a teammate. He needs a partner. Memphis Reigns has got your back. Call up Nick Cage. Yeah. He's not doing anything else. Yeah. Or he probably is, but he can do this too. Uh, he could easily fit this in his schedule. That so, would be awesome. So I, that's obvious. I, I love that. I also was thinking separately, if we're going to mash worlds, but it still makes sense, Fast and Furious versus Bad Boys. Yes. So I would love, see, Bad Boys, I feel like it would it would mesh very well, especially yes. if, like, if they were the cops trying to chase the Fast and Furious people. And I don't know how The Rock fits in all this. Even if The Rock needed to take a movie off, I know he's a very strong part in this, but... If it were the bad boys, if it was Martin Lawrence and um, and Will Smith competing against Toretto's crew, I'm a fan. I I am in. Yeah, and they would. They and, and bad boys, they have no problem tearing up the streets of Miami, L.A., wherever you got to be. So let's tear the streets up. I'm what else I'm got? totally in. Uh, another one that I would like to see is Terminator versus RoboCop. Ooh. Now I know I've seen some things on the internet about this too. People's got like a dream that this would happen. So this is like this has been fanfic before. Yeah, and I don't know. Listen, I don't know who would be the good guy or the bad guy. Who doesn't want to see two machines kind of going up against each other or even teaming up? Yeah. I think that would be a fun one. Well, the one's half human, but I guess he, I guess he's hard to kill. Not, not to not to pull a cigar. He's but. got like a head, right? It's just like his face. Like <laughs> so he does have a heart. I forget. No, in the new one, he's got a heart. I don't know about the old one. I haven't seen the does old ones in a while. Food? How uh, does he? How does he sustain his lifestyle? I forgot. Like I just remember the new one, and I can't remember the details. <laughs> but I know that he has like a beating heart in there or something. Um, the other one that I would like to see, which I know there's a short film on the YouTube's about it. Yeah. Batman versus Predator. I don't not get in that. the jungle. See, I don't get that though. So it's kind Predator, of like Predator two, 2. Danny Glover style. Danny Glover, too old for the shit. <laughs> just like that one, he's like running around the city. And it's on YouTube. We'll link to it yeah. in the show notes. It, I haven't watched it in a while, but I just remember this, and I thought that was a pretty cool one. So not to put you on the spot, but is this going to be Affleck, or are we going to get a new Batman? And if so, who would you want to see as I'm, Batman taking all the purge? I feel like Affleck could do it. Bale could definitely do it. Yeah. Don't think Val Kilmer could do it. No. I don't. He's too much of a pretty boy. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't want to get. He could fight Predator. He could fight Jim Carrey. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> and the Predator, you got to get dirty to fight this guy. Yeah. I mean, he's going to come at you with like human skulls and he's going to rip spinal cords out and all this stuff. He might even self-destruct himself. Going to fight these guys in the meat locker yeah. <laughs> like in Danny Glover. But uh, no, I, I think I think Ben Affleck or Christian Bale could definitely be up for the task. See, uh, my other one, I had a Batman. Batman versus The Purge. See, there's two that sides to this. Because awesome. the night of The Purge, so you got yes. people killing each other and Batman's not going to stand for that stuff, right? You were the man. And That's a good one. there's a whole political side to this. Batman would clearly not be against people legally killing each other. So he's the full-on vigilante. He's a vigilante that's breaking the law by breaking people up from killing each other. Yes. 
Wouldn't that be it's, the ultimate purge movie? It, it's like kind of like Arkham City, right? Yeah. Because in Arkham City, like the, the city's loose, right? It's like a prison right. that's in a city. This it, is this is real life, baby. This is the purge. It's legal. I love it. Batman is going to stop all the crime, all, all the all the killing, or not not, not the crime, the legal murder. I like that. You like it? I have another one for you though. Yeah. Twilight <laughs> versus Van Helsing, <laughs> or, should I, or, or should I say Van Helsing versus Twilight? Van Helsing versus Twilight. Because Van Helsing <laughs> kills vampires and werewolves and all this. And I'm talking Hugh Jackman, Van Helsing. Yeah. You know he's gonna he's gonna hit that diamond skin. So what if it turns out that the daughter of Anne Helsing, like the, the great granddaughter of Anne Helsing, and let's say like it's like the ancestors. Yeah. Like the, the girl, what's her name? Bella Swan. Bella Swan is related, is a Van Helsing, you know? Yeah. Like, does he kill him? He's not a violent vampire. What does he do? You gotta take him out, dude. You gotta take him out. You got it's your it's in your see, DNA. That would be see, that would be a, the struggle, the whole movie would be great. And then at the end, what he actually does, like put the stake through his heart when uh when what's his name? Uh Robert Pattinson just staring up at him, pleading him, go ahead, I dare you to do it. Bam, he does it. Bella Swan is crying. That's an emotional moment. That would get me emotionally invested in the Twilight series where they previously could not have been. Remember remember when Hollywood tried to make uh, Robert Pattinson happen? Oh, it didn't work, did it? It was and, like a thing, right? And also the Taylor douche, too. What's Taylor his name? Taylor Lautner? Lautner. That didn't happen either. They it tried just, to make Taylor Lautner the next big action star. Listen, you're not a good actor. You're not a good actor. No, it doesn't I matter. Don't pretty care. face. Doesn't you're matter. not going to make it happen. Just a pretty face. What about Home Alone? What, what are you mashing that up with? Versus... Paranormal activity. <laughs> Poor Kevin McAllister left him home with all ghosts. Is this like Home Alone 1 Kevin McAllister where he's still figuring out the traps? Or is this like Home Alone 2 where he's like trying to kill people? No, yeah, it's Home Alone 3. Like pretend the third one didn't count with, with the stupid kid and the Russians in a yeah. patrol car. So this is Home Alone 3 where he's probably like 12. So they left him home alone again. Where did they go this time? They went to... They went to Hollywood. They went across to Hollywood. Yeah, L.A. Yeah, so he's there home alone, wakes up, hears a noise at 3 a.m. Bob? Dad? <laughs> no answer. Nope. It's the ghosts. They snatch him up. But how's he going to fight a ghost? He's not going to. He's going to be possessed, and the parents are going to come home and get murdered in the middle <laughs> of the night, and it's because they deserved it, because they left him home alone three straight times. So they're not even, like, they're not even, they're in Chicago, right? So they're not yeah. even in New York. Where they can just call up the Ghostbusters, or, or as Kevin McAllister says, New York, New York, New York. So it's not Home Alone too. He 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 still got the connections in yes. New York, yeah. but he didn't meet the Ghostbusters yeah. when he there. That pigeon lady is not going to fight anybody. No, no, no. So yeah, Petey McAllister. Well, they got the they got the they got the shovel guy, but he might be dead by now. He's, He's probably old. dead by yeah. now. But uh, yeah, Petey McAllister is going to get his comeuppance, you know? For- Uncle Frank's already, he's back in the flamingo, the pink flamingo. <laughs> Cheapskate Uncle Frank. Cheapskate Uncle Frank. So so what are the worst movie franchises for crossovers? Me personally? Yeah, what, so let oh, me ask I you I got this. an easy answer. What would you hate to see? Like, I guess when we talk about worst, it's not that they wouldn't work, because a lot of these don't really work. Yeah. It's more like, what would you it's really just hate to see? What, what's what been played oh, out? Oh, it's easy. Star Wars versus Star Trek. So that's a, a that space, would, on, space movie on space movie. I would, I would quit movies if that ever came out. Space movie on space movie <laughs> space action. Space movie on space movie. I'd be done. It's like, I, I don't know. I, or, would you fall asleep or would you just like scream? I would just scream. I, I would like do the la la la, plug my ears at the, at the previews. 
Avatar versus Lord of the Rings. I'm out. Get me out of there. It's like old time movie old, fantasy old times movie. versus new times fantasy. It's like all the fantasy stuff. Because you could mash these fantasy worlds together, right? It'd be very easy to do. Yeah, I mean, you could. I mean, and, they could just go into a new Avatar land and, oh, yeah, by the way, here's the, the Hobbits. So what if Men in Black and, and uh, Joe 21 Rump Street turns into like a massive financial success? They're gonna, Is this what we're going to see? Listen, superhero movies did it, and I'm a fan of them. I'm yeah. still going to pay to go see them. Uh-huh. You know, you can bet your ass they're going to do this. Yeah. It's going to be all over the place. So Everything's what, mashed up. What do you have for like worst? My favorite one. And I actually would love to see this, yeah. but I don't think it would work. <laughs> Take Ralph Macchio. <laughs> get him on a plane to yeah. wherever the hell it is. Yeah. Get him in the Kumite. It is in the Kumite. Ralph Ma- <laughs> so Karate Kid versus Bloodsport. Now, I would pay uh, to see the shit it, out of that is movie. This a, is this a short no, it's a this real is a movie. 15 minute short because he's dead on the first fight. He will right? die. And you know, you could bet your ass that he will whine the whole time, complaining oh like, oh, Mr. Miyagi, we're never going to find it. Where is this place, Miyagi? You, you can bet your ass that he will die within the first 15 minutes. And it should be like real time. So it's like 30 years later. Right? Chong Lee is going to kill him. Well, the problem is Miyagi's dead. We can't have damn well have Jackie Chan do it. So yeah. And then, you know what? I would love to see. You know, Jaden Smith go to the Kumite. Can we get hologram Ghost Miyagi? They got CG. They can they make get, it work. I mean, if they did it for Tupac. Look, the Bloodsport budget was so thin. Bloodsport 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think there is a Bloodsport 2. There but, is. But uh, the Bloodsport reboot with Ralph Macchio, they could afford to spend a little bit more money because they make up for the fact that they didn't spend any money last time. I got one more for you. Yeah. It's kind of creative. All right. Pirates of the Caribbean. It's a played out franchise. Go on. Or Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, I'm interested. However you choose to say it. Yeah. Versus Transformers. I'm interested not going to that. Great. Now, I feel like <laughs> that could work in a, in the most ridiculous way that 21 Jump Street. I, I have one question for you. Yes. Will there be a ship that is a robot that turns yes. into a robot? Yes. <laughs> that I'm in. That's what I'm saying. They're riding on the ship and all of a sudden it turns into a robot. Everybody falls in the water. It's going to, th- they're going to think that they're little people, yeah. but it's actually pieces of the robot yes. that look like people on yeah. there. But then Johnny Jepp's in it and he's like trying to hang on as a whole action scene. Oh my God. Yes. It's going to be good. All right. I I'm- would watch that even though I'm calling it the worst mashup. Yeah, it'd be a terrible mashup because I'm done with both of those franchises completely. Like it's not even, uh, I wouldn't even stop for a minute on TNT to watch one of those movies. Not, you wouldn't not even Transformers 3? I've never seen 3 no. or 4 or 5, whatever they are. Well, maybe the first one, the Megan Fox parts. Yeah. But after that, I'm out. They need so. to get Alicia Cuthbert in those. Then I'm really in. She she retired too soon, man. She's she like did. doing TV now. Because she married uh, the, the hockey player. What's the his jerk. name? The, the jerk. The guy from Toronto. The jerk. The jerk. <laughs> I forget his name. It doesn't matter. It's not important. So it's not a mashup. Yeah. But it's topic number two on The Last Row on Demand. The Rock, not only making Baywatch again. Barack. Barack. The Rock, making Jumanji. Jumanji. Are you in? Are you in? Well, I was never a huge fan of the original Jumanji. And also, I don't think it's a classic. So I think it survives our reboot rules. Dude, I am shaking my head at you right now. Second of all, I think it's been over 20 years. It's a classic. Is it though? Robin Williams, man. It's too soon. Every movie that Robin Williams is in doesn't mean it's a classic. It's a classic. Right. If you agree with me, tweet at us because... I think it's a classic. It's all right. It was all right. I think the idea and the fantastical nature of Jumanji is much bigger than the actual movie. Now, listen, we talk about this sometimes on this show. We talk about this a lot of times outside of this show, Bad Way yeah. Myself. They don't make movies like this anymore. 
the no, fantastical really. movie. Every movie geared towards young people is now Divergent, Insurgent, The Hunger Games. It's those types of like... Teens and tweens. Yeah, the teens and tweens. They're the post-apocalyptic book remakes. Yes. Or the younger generation gets an animated movie. The cartoon, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with those. I like all of those movies. And they make a hell of a lot of money, so they keep doing it. Right. The point that I'm making is they don't make these types of movies anymore where you've got the fantastical live action, big CG. Now, I guess J.J. Um, Abrams made one recently. Super was 8. It Super 8. Super 8. That was kind of the yeah. type of movie I'm talking about. That's pretty good. When I say that. So this could be good. I'm kind of in right so now. So are you in with The Rock or is there someone better you would have Listen, chosen? I'm in with The Rock on basically anything. Because yeah. I'm just a fan of The Rock, and I think he does a good job on all of his movies. The thing that I'm not so sure about is Kevin Hart in this. Yeah. I'm just not really feeling Kevin Hart right now. Like, I think he's funny, and I think he's funny in the movies yeah. that he's been in, but I just don't know how they're going to pull this Here, one off. You have to capture the audience, and if this movie, they're trying to get the kids in the door. Kids love Kevin Hart, but aren't allowed to watch Kevin Hart movies. I see where There's you're going. a lot going. of R-rated movies starring Kevin Hart. I see where you're going. So, this is a way to get the kids... To watch Kevin Hart. And and he could react in Kevin Hart fashion where yeah. he's going to be, oh, oh where's a rhinoceros? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and I could see that. But yeah. I'm just not, I don't know. I'm well, they're just they're not, doing like a cop, a CIA buddy cop movie, uh, Kevin Hart and Dwayne The Rock. And, and Do we call him Dwayne at this point, or is he The Rock still? No, I think he's... I've called him The Rock. He's credited as Dwayne Johnson, probably. Uh, in, a while back, he transferred over to Dwayne, but I'm still calling him The Rock. I think they call him Dwayne The Rock Johnson. No, no, no. I, I feel like they deleted The Rock from Did his they? name now. He's only The Rock when he shows up at WrestleMania. Listen, man, don't bite the hand that feeds you. I know, right? He I doesn't, though. He does not. He he fully respects his past. But he he fully transferred to Dwayne Johnson a long time ago. And no parentheses with The Rock. He... he he, he phased the rock out of his name. You know what I'm kind of excited about, though? Huh. Seeing Dwayne drive a speedboat in Baywatch. Because <laughs> guilty pleasure of mine yeah. growing up, as probably any teenage boy growing up, yeah. love Baywatch. It was on it's WB17. It's the worst show ever. WB17. It's pretty after terrible, school. but I kind of enjoyed listen, it. Listen, they put it on after school. They knew what they were doing. And it wasn't even, honestly, like, listen, I liked certain aspects of that show. But I was actually captivated by the dumb stories, too. Yeah, no, yeah, they were fun. They were stupid as hell. Like, how many how many different ways could you have an emergency at the beach? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, know? it's very dumb. It's like, oh, my God, there's a shark in the water. Oh, my God, these, like, masked guys. did. It, it was kind of like um, Point Break-ish a little bit sometimes. Yeah, because like, they weren't really cops. They were still... Right. And they had the, there was the lifeguards. Well, they had, like, jurisdiction over the beach. Oh, yeah, sure. And they had, you know, like, the the beach jeep that drove yeah. around jurisdiction you know over saying? the beach cop shows up hold on cop this is my seed there was you get a it cop. i'm done with it there was an atv cop i can't remember the guy's name he's been in a bunch of other stuff but he was like an atv cop and they worked with him and you had hobie you know like all these guys yeah. listen it's a guilty pleasure of mine terrible show it's clearly no, it's no pacific blue which no. is on which is on after raw mario Lopez. <laughs> that's the bike cop one yeah right? it was bike yeah. cop movie i never say they're, they're just at muscle beach no but are you excited for for baywatch would you watch it? i would uh, yeah i'd watch it oh i go, go to the movies and watch isn't it zephron in that too i think zephron's yeah. in it oh yeah yeah, I'm uh, listen. Kate I'm in. in it, and you know who's in it? Well, Alexander Alexandra Daddario. Dadar- yes, I'm in. You're in. Let's do it. I'm in too. It's got Alexandria Daddario. Yeah, Daddario. Kate Upton. I'm in. Yeah, I think it'll be good. Listen, yeah. it's gonna be. I I get the impression that it's gonna be in the 21 Jump Street vein, like that kind of 
it's not going to be they, a drama. They know, like, it's tongue-in-cheek. They know what they are. But I, still, I feel like they're going to play it straight in a funny way. So this kind of leads us to our next topic. We got somebody, um, Chris, listener of the show, tweeted into us. Chris M. said, what are your favorite movies starring wrestlers? Oh, so many. And it, just a great question. So because many. we talk about a lot of this stuff on the show. Yeah. And I was just so excited to do the research for this. We just had a great conversation off the air about this. What are your favorite? What which are your favorite movies starring oh, wrestlers, God. pro well, wrestlers? First one that comes to mind, and the best wrestling movie of all time, and you may argue big time about this. Anyone is Ready to Rumble, starring Scott Conn and uh, David Arquette. It's um, it was like fully licensed by WCW. This is at the height of WCW when they were on top of the world. Everybody was in it. DDP was in it. Goldberg, uh, Lex Luger. Names go on and on and on and on and on. Um, and the movie's basically their favorite wrestler, Jimmy the King, who was a normal guy. I forget the actor that who actually did. I forget his Oliver name. Platt. Oliver Platt. There you go. Yeah, Oliver so Platt. So he was, he was the king, and he was the champion. And they were going to go to Nitro. They go to Nitro, and he loses the belt during Nitro. It was actually a real-life screw job where he didn't want to drop the belt, and they made him drop the belt. It's the screw job. Yeah, and he was basically sent packing home, and he was homeless. So their, their quest was to go find Jimmy the King and psych him up and get him to get his title back. They thought, it was, they thought everything was real. It's still real to them, damn it. That was a great movie. Yeah. So they go to find Jimmy the King. Turns out he lives in a trailer. He doesn't live in a castle. And they're like, they are, they're shocked by it. They still try to, they try to smack him out of it and get him back in there to get his glory back. It was a great movie. They show that on TNT a lot, right? I don't know about a it lot. It was on TNT. It was. Probably because of Turner owned WCW. Now I'm going to get into the WCW versus, versus Raw stuff. Yeah. But honestly, I love Nitro, man. Oh, yeah. I know people watch Raw, the, you know, kind of first and foremost. I was a huge fan of Nitro. I yeah. loved, well, like, NWO, all those guys. I loved it. You think of things with rose-colored glasses because Raw was probably better, but the, the amount of, the pocket of time where WCW was better than, than WWE or WWF at the time was very small. But when it was better, it was freaking great. It was awesome. Awesome. I just oh, yeah. loved, like, the way that they just created the NWO. Oh yeah. They created all those characters the and whole, then they split like, off Wolfpack. I mean, it, it, it was still, it was widely known that it was fake at that time too, but it wasn't as like, everyone wasn't in on it at the time. Right? right. So they had this NWO faction come in and they were like, they're from, they're WWF guys. We don't know if this is like people watching going, is this real? Are they really trying to take over this thing? And it was awesome. It was, yeah. Psh, hats off Derek Bischoff. Anyway, what else? What, what, what is your favorite? What comes to mind for you? It's not, well, I kind of cheated. Mine didn't really involve a wrestler, well, but we're going to go through more. But I mean, what's your favorite? It, but my favorite movie starring a wrestler, there's a lot here, but my favorite one is Spider-Man 1. <laughs> the original is the, the Spider-Man 1, Ooh, Sam Raimi, yeah. because Macho Man as Bonesaw. <laughs> they, listen, growing up, there was so many Bonesaw jokes. I mean, our friend, uh, our friend Ryan jokes about it all the time. Just he does the perfect Bonesaw voice. Three minutes of playtime. Just a great character. Bone Loved how ready. <laughs> overly ridiculously steroided up Macho Man was. Like uh-huh. ridiculously. Throwing Spider-Man around. Loved Macho Man in that movie. Another one of my favorites. Another one of my favorites. Yeah. Mr. Nanny starring Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Terrible movie. Better than, love it. better than Suburban Commando was Mr. Nanny. It was. And it doesn't yeah. get the respect. Didn't you say there was like a list out there somewhere and it wasn't even on it? Yeah. See, I feel well, while people think of Hogan movies, they think of Suburban Commando. Mr. Nanny was 10 times better than Suburban Commando. Suburban Commando was so lame, but it did have The Undertaker in it as well, though. Um, obviously, Batista, recently, Guardians of the Galaxy. Great movie. Yeah. I'm a fan of MacGruber. Now, 
for those of you who haven't seen MacGruber, you got to get on it. Because if you think it's just a stupid SNL movie that belongs at a skit, you're dead wrong. It has this, um, it has a montage scene of MacGruber, quote unquote, getting the troops together. It's a crazy action movie montage. And all of his troops are wrestlers. It's Mark Henry, Chris Jericho, Kane, MVP. Uh, I think the big show is in there. Great Kali. Great Kali. So they he gets the whole crew together. They're training. It's like a five minute freaking montage. And then the first scene, they're all together. They're in a they're in a, a van, and MacGruber accidentally blows his van up, and he kills all his friends. So they spent all that time si- hyping up all these wrestlers that are going to be in this so movie, funny. and then they blew them up in like ten seconds. Dude, that movie has one of the most like graphic <laughs> sex scenes I've ever seen in a movie. Like we kind of joke about the yeah. love scene on this show. Dude, watch that movie. It's like. It, it's not graphic. No, but it's, the, the best is that the body doubles they use because yeah. the bodies are like the hardest of hard, hot bodies of all time. And it's clearly not McGruber um, or Will yeah. Forte and Maya Rudolph, who they were supposed to be the characters. It's just, it's so ridiculous. Or, uh, no, it was actually Krista Wig. And the noises are just, it's so funny. <laughs> it's such a funny movie. Um, another one that I, I wanted to throw out there was, he's not really in it that much, but Devil's Rejects, oh, DDP. He played himself in that I'm movie. Pretty sure Did you Kevin know that? Nash is in that too, isn't he? Is, no, isn't no, no. it DDP? No, he had a partner. I'm not sure if his partner was a wrestler or not. I, I thought DDP was like, he was so dirty. It was like before DDP yoga. He played himself, yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> I, I thought he was great. DDP's in actually it. a really great guy now. And another one that I, I liked too, I actually remember watching this 12 Rounds with John Cena. That's a that's a that's that's one of the best WWE I just um, enjoyed the produced movie. movies, right? Yeah, I just enjoyed a it. A lot of them are crap. That one was actually pretty good. There's actually a new one I saw a commercial for with Dolph Ziggler where he plays. Isn't uh, it 13 rounds or something? No, 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 no. It's he plays a cop. There's a bomb in the in the arena, and there's a wrestling match going on, a WWE event, and he has to yeah. defuse the bomb. But Dolph Ziggler, he plays a cop. He's not Dolph Ziggler. But it's like sudden death for wrestling fans. So I don't know. Check that out. I don't know. What about Ke- speaking of Kevin Nash? What about Kevin Nash and Magic Mike? Dude, listen, right? it's no secret that we on this show love... I love Magic Mike. I think it's a good movie. I <laughs> he know, can I'm not, barely move his legs. Listen, I'm not embarrassed to say that I liked Magic Mike. Yeah. I just enjoyed the movie. Have you seen the sequel yet? No, and I want yeah. to because it's on HBO. It's on HBO Go, but he was so ridiculous in that movie, he, he could barely move. Like he could barely said. move his legs. His yeah. knees are like, you know, they're <laughs> <Poor> just... guy. <laughs> they're like the most like cartilage shredded knees ever. Shred- did you say shredded? Shredded. I what did. about Shredder? I didn't know this. I you told t- you that before we recorded. Kevin Nash played Super Shredder in TMNT 2, The Secret of the Use. So was this before he was Diesel with the before, truck? Before he was Big Daddy Cool, he was at WCW. I think his name was like Vic Vegas or something Vic like Vega? that. Or Vinny Vegas. Vinny Vegas? I think it was Vinny Vegas. <laughs> Is it Vic Vega from yeah. uh, Vic Pulp Vegas. Vic, yeah, that's Vincent Vega. <laughs> Vincent Vega. <laughs> Not Vincent Vega, Which Vinny Vegas. Which sounds like an adult film yeah. star name, Vincent right. Vega. Exactly. So uh, he played Super Shredder, which you didn't see his face or anything like that. He was basically just the, the stand-in stunt double guy who was destroying the, the docks or whatever. Another one of my favorite ones, too. Running Man and Predator, starring Jesse Ventura. Oh, yeah, that's classic Jesse Ventura. Because Jesse Ventura had plans back then of branching out into something other than wrestling. He didn't play, like, a critical role in it, but I just love those movies. Yeah. So I don't know if that counts. Oh, yeah, especially yeah, especially... The the hair, the hair that he had going on in the running man, which I don't think was for a second real. Like it was oh, yeah, almost it was, it was almost 70s looking. He had like Ron Burgundy <laughs> hair. <laughs> I want to do Running Man on this show too. Yeah. I don't know. Like that's such a good movie. Like Running Man is so good. You've got all the ridiculous, like, you know, you got Richard Dawson, the game show host, Arnold Schwarzenegger in in 
just being ridiculous in spandex <laughs> oh, the yeah. guy with the chainsaw everybody loves death defy games like fight to the death type games yeah. so that movie takes all cakes why Speaking don't of, why don't they remake that one well they did kind of it's not a remake but stone cold and condemned is another true. one that's true oh my okay list. i see where you're going yeah so stone cold and condemned which is basically a hunger games for adults or if you want to go further back it's like battle royal of the there's a very controversial movie battle royal where it's a bunch of high school kids which is kind of like what hunger games is where they, they basically everybody has like a anklet on and they got to fight to the death and it's broadcast on the internet. When did that one come out? I don't think I ever saw that yeah, one. Yeah, it was, it was when Stone Cold was relatively big still. I think it was maybe like 2001. Oh, okay. Ish. But that was decent. It wasn't that great of a movie, but it's fit Stone Cold anyway. I was a fan of now, if we're talking about movies that are terrible, that have no business being viewed by anyone, Santa Slay. Right? Have you guys seen this? S <laughs> L A Y Santa's sleigh, starring Bill Goldberg as evil Santa. Oh my god! Uh, now it's... this came this came out. I found this gem when I was working at Blockbuster, and it just came in on the new releases one day, and I almost did a backflip. I was like, "This thing exists!" Rented it right away, watched it. I had to fast forward through it. Couldn't make it all the way through. You couldn't I watch to, it. I just skipped through it because it was so bad, but it was great to see Goldberg try to act like a bad guy. See, this is the problem. So this is what gets me about Netflix generation. And yeah. I am guilty of this. I'm included in the guilty parties. Yeah. I can't stick with a movie right now. Like I have movie, <laughs> like, I don't know the right word. Like I cannot, I'm non-committal when it comes to movies. Are like you turning off movies. No, midway? because so I don't even start them because uh-huh. there's too many. And I'm looking at this Netflix queue and I'm like, oh my God, there's so many great things to watch, but I don't want to commit to it because if I hit play and you know, I'm like, kind of like, oh, I'm not feeling this. You can't really turn it off. And that's a two hour commitment. You can turn it off now. You could, but I feel guilty because it's like, what if it, what if it really is good? And I just didn't stick with it. You know what I mean? It's like a good album. You're listening to this music. You better stick through it. You got to listen to all 45 minutes because it might get better. I did that with, with, uh, with dread. Yeah, I felt, that's a great I, movie. I fell asleep during it. It was all right. And then I just, I never wanted to go back to it. You should go and back you tell to me it. It's great. It's really good. Okay, I will not watch that. Great. It is. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Any others? Uh, obviously, um, They Live, Roddy Piper, famous scene. I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. I'm all out of bubble gum. Um, do you know what that movie's about? No, I don't ever saw it? this one. It's, I don't know, it's hard to describe, but long story short, he has this pair of sunglasses that's able to, for him to differentiate real people from aliens who are trying to, like, um, I don't know, basically corrupt people or try to, like, persuade people. What year did this come out? Like, 83? Oh, it was, a, it was, a, in, it the was 80s? in the, the mid-80s, the mid I would say. I never saw that one. It's actually a decent movie. He's not a bad actor. I wish he would have done more. He, he did a few movies, but I wish he would have done more. Cameo that we can't forget about. One of our old episodes, Terry Funk in Roadhouse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I never realized that until after the fact. I don't think he didn't have too many speaking lines. I don't remember if we talked about it. His badass when, Jerry Curl was in it, though. Yeah, he he was yeah. the guy. Didn't, didn't, um, because Wade Garrett taught him to kick the knee out. And yeah. he, I'm pretty sure when Wade Garrett came, he just like kicked his knee out. Yeah. Oh, he kicked Terry Funk's ass. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Very, the most unrealistic part of the movie. One of my favorite movies ever, Roadhouse. Love that movie. Anything else? Did we miss anything? Um, Big Show as Captain Insano in Waterboy. <laughs> we, we didn't say that one, did we? That's more of a cameo, but it was, it was a fun time. And Hogan in Rocky Three, Thunderlips. Yeah, Thunderlips. That that other than other than other than uh, Mr. Danny, that or other than um, Three Ninjas Three Kickback, <laughs> which I think was the colon. Three Ninjas Three. <laughs> it was it was in like an amusement park. Three Is Ninjas. It nine Remember ninjas? The movie? Yeah, yeah. Three yeah three squared. Three. <laughs> 
nine ninjas. Three ninjas, ninjas, three. Nine, nine ninjas. <laughs> that three was, ninjas, three. That's enough ninjas. That's enough ninjas. Too many ninjas. <laughs> colon. Three ninjas, three, colon. Too many ninjas. Too many ninjas. We no, like uh, the colons on the show. <laughs> Thunderlips was a great character. I mean, he was, he was in it for like 10 minutes. A Rocky fought Rocky, he whipped his ass. You know, he proved that wrestling is a superior sport to boxing, and that put the end to it. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Andre the Giant. Princess Bride. Yeah. Blended all that. We can't forget that one. Yeah. So not a wrestler, but maybe he'll play a wrestler in a movie in the future. I don't know. Our buddy from Independence Day, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. In the news this past week, now we're recording this on a Sunday, gets released on a Tuesday. Jeff Goldblum, in a recent MTV interview about the upcoming, upcoming Independence Day sequel, was asked if he had fielded any offers from the two major comic book studios about playing a superhero role. Quote, I can say very little right now, but you might be onto something. Can you imagine that in his voice, in the Jeff Goldblum oh, voice? You might be onto something. I can't do it. Was his mysterious response. When pushed to reveal his preferred comic book, media, comic book movie studio, he replied, what's the difference? They're both comic franchises. Vanilla and chocolate to him. He's a Howie Roseman. <sighs> Vanilla and chocolate. Carson Wentz, Jared Goff. He doesn't care. Either one. Let me ask you. First of all, he is a weird guy. He's very weird. So he might be playing around with people. And number two, why is this news? I don't know. Why is this news? Jeff Goldblum as a, what is he, Aquaman's dad? Is that what he's going to be? He's going to be Ruxin's dad. He's a perfect Ruxin's dad. <laughs> I, I can't really see, like, can you see him as anybody? So I'm trying to think of, like, who, who haven't they casted? I'm talking, like, major characters. Like, Green Lantern hasn't really been casted. He can't be Green Lantern. He's 60 years old. I mean, that's what I mean, like. What, who could he be? He's got to be someone's dad. Could he be Batman's grandfather? I don't know. I mean, because they already have his dad. Could he play Arth- uh, Arthur? Yeah. Alfred. Arthur. <laughs> Arthur is Aquaman's name. I mean, he, but Jeremy Irons already is Alfred. I mean, Let's say something happens to Jeremy Irons, something uh, catastrophic, you know, catastrophic that we might not see coming. And Jeff Goldblum happened to be there that day. Could he play Alfred? <laughs> He's Alfred's brother. Could he? Could he play, uh, who, who does, who's Peter Parker's dad that dies? Oh, uh, Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben? Can he play Uncle Ben? Peter. Peter. When, <laughs> it's like, it's terrible With great scene. power comes great responsibility. <laughs> like, imagine him. With uh, great power comes uh, great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, this guy can't be in a superhero movie. I can't take him seriously. <laughs> like, listen, I like him, and I'm glad that he's kind of back. But you know, very interesting power. Power is very there's a lot of responsibility in the power. What are you trying to say, like, Uncle Ben? And he dies, and he doesn't get it off. I like I liked your your uh, the, the Jeff Goldblum accent that you did at first. It was like a Manhattan accent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I can't tell if I'm doing it right. Like, I'm probably Uncle, not doing it right. No, the way you did the Uncle Ben one at first. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like laughing directly into the don't mic for everybody faces, listening to this Drew. on headphones. Don't laugh at their faces. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm giving you a headache from laughing into your ears, but no, I, I who could he play? I, I don't, I don't know who he could play. And I think that maybe that's just where we should leave it. Cause I don't Koi, Koi is his game. All right. That's, <laughs> maybe that's the we game should he just plays. leave it at that. Well, let's leave it at that. I'll, so I'll leave it at why not who, but why I wanted to just touch on one thing before we kind of wrap the show up. We got a couple tweets that we want to get to in a second. One thing, you know, we, we started the on-demand episodes with saying what we're watching so I'm still watching Arrow and Flash. All right. I know we have some listeners that are watching this, sh- watching this show too, both of them. Now, I'm really enjoying The Flash. 
and I got to tell you, I know you're not a fan of either of these, or you haven't started them. You would be a fan if you did watched. They, did they get the arrow yet? Listen, did Arrow, watch Arrow. Did, did he get the golden arrow? Watch Arrow. Is there a golden arrow in <laughs> no, Arrow? No, there's okay. not. Watch Arrow season one and two. They're phenomenal. Season two is incredible. Season three, eh. Season four, not so much. I love Stephen Amell. Great actor. Great dude. I'm just not loving the writing on this show right now. No? And I think that a lot of the listeners can probably relate. It's just not really getting me. Is it CW disc coming through? Yes, it's turned yeah. into a love drama. Oh, it's well, very annoying. You're lucky you got season two out of it. Listen, this. season two was phenomenal. And The Flash season one and two is great too. There's a little bit of love in all of these shows. Let's not lie. But That's the truth fine. is, it's not the main story. Now, when you have a, a side character, computer hacker girl, who I did like, I liked her. It just, it's not really doing it for me this season. Now, I'm, I'm still on board. I'm still going to watch. Yeah. I'm just not loving it. I don't know if anybody else out there wonder, agrees with me. See, uh, the, the other big franchise that CW came across was uh, Smallville, right? Yeah, well, it was like UPN, UPN right? UPN, the, the same idea, it was. but it's yeah. the same, basically the same Back thing. Back in the day. I wonder if that came across the same problems. Uh, any Smallville listeners let us know. Did it fall off at a certain point? Because I know it was really hot for a certain point. Everybody loves Smallville. I saw an article, and our friend Jerem sent this to me too, or we were talking about it last week. The one thing that I find interesting is, and with Arrow, and if you're listening and you watch this show, you'll understand what I'm saying. Every season, kind of there's one person that you hate. Yep. In season one, it's kind of Laurel. In season two, it's, or maybe I got that mixed up. Whatever it is, and then you hate Detective Lance in season three, and now you're hating Felicity. It turns into a thing, and it's just like every season there's one character that's poorly written, and I, I don't know who to blame. I think the actors do the damn good job. I'm not going to give away any spoilers on the show in case you do want to catch up on it, but I just think The Flash has like been so good compared to Arrow, and the acting's phenomenal. The writing's been good. Anything that deals with time travel, I'm in. It's very good, yeah. and it's got a lighter tone to it. Not that uh, it's the DC murderverse, as they say on Polygon or whatever, The Verge. Right. But it's just, I don't know. I'm not really feeling it. So the Flash is better than the Arrow. So the Flash yeah. right now is WCW. Yeah. Circa 1997. Yes. Right. That's what I'm saying. To the Arrow's WWF. And the other thing that Pre people said. Era. Yeah. The other thing that people said about Arrow is they need to stop using it as the platform, the springboard to spin off all these other shows. And that's what it seems like they're doing. Well, that's the problem with the whole superhero right. genre. The Green Arrow himself is like not even in his own show anymore. It's kind of annoying. Might as well call something else. Right. So anyway, that's not, enough not about the Green that. Arrow. Tune in this week. I'll see you. <laughs> Tune in next week on Not the Green Arrow. Felicity and Friends. Yeah. No, I, I, that's enough about that one. I know you're not a huge fan of it, but uh, let's l end the show with a couple tweets here. First tweet that we got was from our our other friend Chris Chris O on Twitter. Give you a task here, bad way. All right. Reboot slash recast last last action hero. I'm gonna, give, today. I'm gonna give him what he wants. It's gotta be The Rock, right? I mean, it has to be. It's the only answer. <laughs> the Rock. We need a second guy. All right. Who is it to to be with The Rock so we can eventually have a movie where it's Rock versus this guy? If we're doing movie, like mashups. A, a movie mashup, there's there's nobody to versus The Rock right now. I I don't know. It, there isn't anybody. Is there a guy? Is there is there a guy? There's no guy versus The Rock. I can't think of anybody. I mean, John Cena doesn't have the charisma. He's not good enough. He's not good enough. He's not bad, but he's not great. Yeah. You know, The Rock has that charisma. No, John Cena cannot act in a Hollywood movie and, and gross $100 billion. The other tweet that we got was from Cecil on Twitter, who recommended that we watch The Big Hit. And I looked this up. I put it on our list. Yeah. Because it looked like it would be a good movie. It's got it's Marky Mark in it. Marky Mark, Lou Diamond Phillips. 
Hitman Melvin Surly, an expert at his lucrative job, goes on a job and falls in love with the kidnapping victim, turning his world upside down. Added it to our list. Is that uh, Kelly Bundy? I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It is. Yeah, Christina Applegate. Christina Applegate, yep. So I added that one to our list. Put on the short list. We also had a couple other people that wrote in some movies that we talked about over the past couple weeks. Brain Scan scan, and Blank Check. Yeah. So as the summer, we're starting to wind up in the summer, we're going to be watching a lot of these movies and maybe we'll do an episode on them in the future. Yeah, we'll definitely try to knock those three out at some point towards uh, the spring and summer. And a quick shout out, we have another iTunes review from Mike Owens 23 Five-star review, thank you very much. He writes, good podcast, very entertaining. Thank you, Mike, for well, leaving that. Short any- to the point. Yeah, if anybody else is enjoying the show and you haven't done so already, go to iTunes, hit the subscribe button first and foremost, if you already haven't, and leave us a five-star review. If we you've really been listening it. this whole time and forgot to hit the subscribe button, shame on you. I know we got a lot, a lot of new subscribers over the past week. Just want to say thank you and hope you guys mm. have a chance. Go back, listen to some of our old ones. Don't make fun of us too bad because uh, we just started out about. No, no, 30. send us the hate. I want to know what we're doing wrong here. <laughs> no. If you hate Drew, let him know. If no, you hate me, don't. keep it to yourself. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but yeah, let, write in. Let us know what you guys think. If there's other movies, uh, we got a bunch of people writing in. We really appreciate it. The Last Road Podcast at gmail.com is our email address. At the Last Row Pod on Twitter, Facebook.com slash the Last Row Pod. I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we're going to be starting to put more content out on the Facebook page. And we're going to be starting a new newsletter coming up. So as we do new episodes, we're going to send them right to your email inbox. So you'll get an update when we have a new episode out there. We'll put some, you know, links that we've been reading, some of the different things that, you know, Badway's been sending me. I've been sending him back and forth. Put a little text around it so you guys can see what we're up to. So I guess that does it for us. Are you ready to get out of here? <laughs> Did you just pull that up on your phone? Oh, yeah, Drew. Old saw is ready. And on that note, we will see you guys next week. Three minutes of playtime.